So, I'll be continuing from where I stopped uh, last week, last the last episode, not last week, please. last episode, so, <laughs> because it's going to be last week. So yeah, where I stopped in the last episode, we are talking about uh, what to do when you can't hear the voice of God, or what happened. And I think one of the things that I established last uh, episode was that you have to, I mean, understand the basics. And the basics, most of the time, is first knowing that you have to be born again, and then being born again, um, I mean, you have God's Spirit inside of you. So having God's Spirit inside of you already helps you, or sets you, I mean, at that closeness with God. So you have God's Spirit inside of you. So by having His Spirit inside, you can hear from Him. Uh, by having His Spirit inside, you have His mind, you have His thoughts. And so that's that's the amazing part about being a born again believer. And so we're not like the, I mean, Old Testament time where people would, um, I mean, they would have to seek mediums to hear from God. But we are now in the, that time where God is closer to us. So yes, we have God who is close to us right now and we can relate with him. So every individual, every believer has access to God. That's the basic that you get from the last episode. Every believer in Christ Jesus has access to God and has access to his mind, has access to his thoughts and everything. So yeah, so that's what last episode actually um, settled, talking about the basics. So now I'm going to go straight to what happens when you can't hear the voice of God? Because a lot of people that ask this question, so how do I hear from God? Or why have I never heard voices? Um, and so these are things that we need to set out before you start pressuring yourself into doing things that, I mean, I mean, expecting things or praying for things because I have many number of people who have gone into the start praying for uh, <laughs> they want to pray to hear voice. They want to pray to see visions. God, what happened? I mean, I mean, there was a time I actually. Oh my God, I'm remembering now. I mean, I remember one time I wanted to really, really hear from God. I, God, you have to speak to me. So I would go pray. Uh, there was a time I went to the mountain. Oh God, I've had experiences. <laughs> I went to the mountain there in my in my, in Lego in Nigeria. Not Nigeria. It was. In, Mushroom state, so in Nigeria, I had to go up the mountain. And I was praying, God, I want to hear from you, I want to hear voice. And bro, I didn't hear no voice, <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I, I could hear myself, and then sometimes it gets me to that place of where I will now sleep and I'll be. I mean, because that's what my mind has been focused on, so I didn't hear any voice. But you know, the funny thing is, when I sleep and I'm maybe having a dream or something. I'm hearing a voice, but this voice is saying nonsense things. I mean, things that does, they don't even make sense. When you wake up, you're pissing up, they don't make sense. And it's like my own brain was making a mockery of me. And I thank God that I went through that experience. And I thank God that the devil did not take advantage of those moments. Because if the devil had taken advantage of those moments, I could have actually started doing nasty things in the name of God. And I have seen people, I have seen, uh, um, how would I call this? I have seen people do things, carry out actions, saying God told them, or they heard a voice. And most of these actions are actually betraying Christianity. And this is why I do not, and I don't envy anybody's experience about saying that I heard a voice. If you heard a voice, that's good for you. Uh, what matters is what is this voice making you do? And is it betraying your beliefs as a Christian? Is it betraying Christianity? Is it betraying Christ itself? So that's why I don't want you to get pressured and going into praying for experiences. Experiences do not validate Christianity. 
and that's a little bit what I, I want to talk about today. So, so what do, how do we hear from God as believers? So how, do, how can I, as a believer, hear from God? Knowing that you have God's Spirit. And God's Spirit, now, this is the basic. You have God's Spirit inside of you. Holy Spirit is inside of you. So he's guiding you and he's teaching you. So how then do you, do you hear from him? One thing that I know is God speaks all the time. I mean, he speaks every time. And when I say he speaks, remember in Hebrew chapter 1, I said he has spoken to us through his son. So how, I'll not try to, I mean, explain this in this way. How do you hear from God? Or how exactly do you get to access, I mean, God speaking, yeah. So yeah, in First Peter chapter 2, and uh, verse 16, this is Peter talking to, uh, writing this letter, episode here. So he says, we did not follow cleverly invented stories. Now talking about uh, the defense of the gospel. It says, we didn't follow cleverly invented stories when we told you about the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God, the Father, when the voice came to him from the majestic glory. This is this happened at the, on the Mount of Transfiguration where they were there. And while they were, that was Peter, uh, James and John, they were there on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus Christ. And then they saw Jesus and they saw Elijah and they saw Moses. And right there they were shocked. I mean, they wanted to erect an altar. And they said, let's build an altar for Moses. Let's, let's build an altar for Elijah. And then automatically, yeah, I said automatically, at some, uh, suddenly Elijah and Moses, they disappear. They're not there anymore. And so God then speaks from heaven. He says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This is what Peter is re recounting here in this epistle. So he says, this is my son whom I love, with whom, with him I am well pleased. He says, we ourselves heard his voice that came from heaven and we were with him on the sacred mountain. Now, they had experiences. They had this experience. They heard this voice. This experience was very, very sound and strong. But in 19, Peter then says, we have the word of the prophets made more certain. And you would do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in the dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. So listen to this part now. Peter is talking about the experience they had, hearing God's voice, which was majestic enough. It was enough to make them say, yeah, you got to believe us. We heard a voice, the voice that this is majesty. But Peter says, no, we have a more sure word of prophecy. He's saying that we have the words of scriptures. Although Peter, they saw these experiences, although they heard his voice, but they said, we have a more certain word, and you would do well to pay attention to it. Yes, we heard a voice, but the scripture, the scriptures that were written before are even more certain. Pay attention to the scriptures. That's what Peter is saying here. And then it says, above all, you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about the prophet's own interpretation. For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So this is Peter trying to validate words of scriptures. That is from Genesis of Antimatica. Because at this point, the New Testament wasn't written there. So this is Peter trying to validate scriptures. And saying, even though we had this experience, even though we heard this voice, 
scriptures are even more certain. Pay attention to it. Understand that whatever is written in scriptures were not written by, for private interpretation, but men of God spoke as they were led by the Holy Spirit. Peter is trying to draw more attention back to the scriptures. One of the most certain ways, or I prefer the best way of hearing from God, is through the Holy Bible, the scriptures. And even more, I mean, even better for us now, we have from Genesis, I mean, they had Genesis from Malachi, and that's where they got most of the revelations that they wrote. Many of the revelations they wrote in the New Testament were from Genesis to Malachi, the, all the Old Testament books. Jesus was revealed through the Old Testament books. And then now, we even have better. The New Testament books have not been compiled together. So the best way to hear or know what God's mind is, or what he wants for you, or what he wants you to do as a believer, the best way to hear from him is from scriptures. Knowing that you now have the Holy Spirit inside of you, scriptures even will come more alive to you. So the best way to hear from God is through scriptures. And I'm not just talking about you going to the Bible. There was, there was something I used to do when I was younger, when I was I mean, younger in the faith. And so every time I want to hear from God, I'll pick up the Bible and then I'll just do like this. Any page that my face opens, my Bible opens to, I say, this is what God wants me to do. So many, I'm sure many of you do this. So you just go out there and then you just open your Bible and say, boom, mm. you're praying concerning something. So you open it and say, God, Whatever first verse my eyes jump onto, that's, that's what it's for me. That's not the best way to hear from God. I'm talking about you reading, having been consistent in scriptures. You read through scriptures, you read from Genesis to Malachi and from Matthew to Revelation. You're reading them and you understand the consistency of scriptures. You are actually seeing the journey of progressive revelation of Christ from Genesis even up until the New Testament books. And that way gives you a full overview of what God is saying. So the best way, one of the best ways to be led, primary ways to be led, is through the Bible. Whatever you are led to do as a believer, if it negates consistency of scripture, it's not God's will for you. There's so many things that you could be guided on in the scripture. Is it about forgiveness? Is it about love? Is it about what you lay your hands to do? It's about marriage. It's about ministry. You find so many examples here. Humility, everything. God could speak to you directly through scriptures. And I think it's one of the most certain ways. Because, you know, when, G, when Peter was saying that they have the most short of prophecy, the Jews had this thing where we're talking about witnesses, uh, where there are talking about three or more witnesses, the word is established. So if the accusation is brought, there has to be witnesses. And for them, for us, our witnesses will be scriptures. So when you have a nudging in your heart, you want to do something, you find through consistency of scriptures and find, does this align with the body of scriptures? It's not just, hmm. I mean, some, some people just open, I remember some, some people, somebody opened the Bible and they just saw that, hey, he's the Elijah. That is to come, and then he's running around looking like, Oh, I'm the Elijah that is to come. Clearly, you didn't hear from God because the Bible already tells us that Elijah has come in John. 
So you see, you need to be conversant with scriptures for you to be able to understand when scriptures are speaking to you or to be able to understand how God leads you through scriptures. But this is one of the most primary ways to do that. There are lots of promises and prophecies in the scriptures that God is bringing to fulfillment in our lives. So when you go through the scriptures, you can look at the promises that we have. And that's one of the reasons why Paul will continue to pray that I pray in Ephesians chapter 1 that your eyes of understanding will be enlightened, that you will know what is the hope of your calling. You will know the, rich, the riches in your inheritance. And by the time when you read all the scriptures, you understand the riches inheritance that God has for you. You know what is the hope that you have in the future. You know the things that your heart should be set on or to be your heart should be set on, yeah. You know the things that you should focus on. Scriptures are one of the most primary ways, I mean, the best ways rather, the most certain way, ways to be le uh, led by God. So, if you would ask me, why haven't I heard from God? I'll tell you, you've actually been, he's been speaking to you. You've not been listening. Because one of the first ways is through scriptures. Sometimes it feels like we just want to hear things we think we want to hear. And also, we shy away from scriptures because scriptures at some point collide with us. It exposes our nakedness. You go through that and then scripture is telling you about unforgiveness. And you don't want to hear that because you have somebody in your heart that you don't want to forgive. So you skip that part. You're looking for something you want to hear, but yet God is telling you, you got to forgive. It's there in the scripture. He says, let not the sun go down on your anger. You see that, but you want to get angry. God is telling you that's what God is saying through scriptures. He says, oh, you, you keep saying things like, I'm saved. I don't, I don't need to do anything. I'm saved. As long as I'm saved, I'm fine. My life is by myself and all that. But scripture says, show me your faith and I will show you my faith with my works. Faith without works is dead. That's God speaking to you. That's what Peter was saying. No prophecy of scripture was anything written in scripture is not for private interpretation. All of them spoke as led by God, including the books of the New Testament. So when I'm reading these books, while I'm understanding them, I'm also understanding that the Holy Spirit inspired them to put this down for my prophecy, for my guide. This is God also speaking to me through the Bible. So it's not just going to look for one certain words uh, or oh, whatever word is applying to me, I take it and then the other ones I don't apply, I, I throw it away. No, God speaks through scriptures. And that's one of those primary ways. It's the primary ways that he speaks to his children through scriptures. So the, the first thing you need to do is get yourself acquainted to the Bible. You see, there's a problem with somebody who's unacquainted with God's word and says that God spoke to them. I, I can be very skeptical of that because what measure or what are they using to judge what they heard? You have to have a litmus test. You see, you can't judge somebody's experience. We don't, we can't, there's no litmus test for experience. But scriptures can give us that assurance, consistency. So our experiences do not validate scriptures. Our experiences do not validate Christianity. Scriptures on the other side, on the other hand, validates our experiences. 
So first, I must be, you must be, I must be acquainted with scriptures if I truly say I want to hear from God. I must be acquainted with the Bible, knowing how to read the Bible and going through them, not being lazy as a believer and just putting the Bible aside and say, oh, you only, the only time you open it is on Sunday. No, first you have to be acquainted with the Bible. So understanding the basis, you're born again, you've got the Holy Spirit inside of you, then the next thing is you're acquainted with his word. You cannot say that you truly love God or you're in God and you're not acquainting yourself with his word. What's the assurance that you're going to pay attention even if you spoke with his voice? Now, don't get me wrong. This, did God speak with his voice to people? He didn't. Scripture shows us from the Old Testament days like Moses, God spoke to men directly like Abraham. He spoke to them with his voice. Even in the New Testament, God spoke to Jesus. I mean... He spoke to John. I mean, when John was about to baptize Jesus, he heard a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son. Even the disciples here on the Mount of Transfiguration, they said, they heard a voice saying, this is my beloved son. I'm pleased in hearing him. Hear ye him. And um, what else again? I mean, Paul heard God's voice, while Jesus' voice when he was on the way to Damascus. Now, at the se several times in scriptures, we have seen examples of God's voice. I mean, them hearing God's voice through scriptures. But... Most times I see personally that most of the times when the voice is involved, there's always something landmark about that time where God's voice, where you hear a voice audibly. I wouldn't advise you to start praying to hear voices. Because when you start praying to hear voices, believe me, you will hear voices, but they will not be God's. You start hearing contrary voices and some of them will run you mad and make you... That's why sometimes some people tell you they, they, they heard from God, they heard a voice from God, told them to do something and then... Three weeks or three months after they're doing something different, is oh, he said something else, like almost as if God changes his mind. It's the same way people say they heard from God, God's voice, told, telling them that that is my wife. You know, people do that a lot. I call it spiritual bullying. When you go to someone, God has told me that you're my wife, I heard his voice, and then you're trying to bully people into relationships. And then maybe a month after, you're not you're not with her anymore. And then, I thought you told me God told you that's your wife. And you say, no, he told me, no, I, I didn't hear very well. He told me he's changed his mind. These are things that happen when we just base our Christian work off of experience without scriptural guidance. So first, get yourself acquainted. Don't pray to hear voices. If you pray to hear voices, you will hear voices. <laughs> you will hear voices. You will even hear your own voice. Because you hear yourself. You hear what you want to hear. Don't pray to hear voices. Rather, seek. To know God in scriptures first get close to him get acquainted with scriptures and one thing is for sure God will never lead you you will never hear from God something that contradicts what he already has in his written word you won't he wouldn't do that because he's not a son of man that he would lie he's not a man he's not a, he's not a God who, who has mood swings and just changes his mind every moment now and then so get acquainted with God's word another way I mean since we have God's spirit inside of us and the Holy Spirit and the thing about uh, leading of God or hearing from God is sometimes some of many of us like I said are looking for audible voice apart from getting acquainted with scriptures many of us are looking for audible voice or something or some vision or stuff like that but we forget listen if I have, like we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the last episode, 
You can't know the things of the man except by the spirit of the man. You can't know the things of God except if you have the spirit of God. Now, you have the spirit of God inside of you, which means the more you get closer, the more you get to know him, the more you're seeking to know him, the more you're, I mean, you're, his thoughts begin to imprint in you. You're, you're changed into him. And before you know it, what he's thinking is what is in your heart. His whole point is to make his willing, your willing. So what I'm saying is you have God's spirit inside of you. So if it's inside of you, it means that whatever God is thinking, his thoughts, you have access to it. So sometimes the closer you get, the more you build a relationship with God, especially through scriptures and in heartfelt pursuit of God, his will become your thoughts. So sometimes they come to you as natural thoughts. That's, that's another part you need to understand. Sometimes they just come to you like natural thoughts. You, you think you're the one thinking them, but because your heart is in the right place, your heart is in the pursuit of God, your heart is seeking to know him, his thoughts come to you naturally because your heart is in the right place. So sometimes it's your thoughts, but it is God's will, actually. Especially when such thoughts have such a great foundation in scriptures. They don't negate scriptures. So here yeah, sometimes they come to you as thoughts. I've had many times in my life where it's thoughts. It just comes to me like my thoughts. And then later I'm realizing, oh, it's God leading me. Especially when your heart is in the right place and you're trying to, you're seeking to know him. So it's important that you also understand that part. It comes natural. You don't need to hear a voice. It, it could be so calm. It's, that's God speaking to you. Sometimes you hear in the scriptures where the disciples who say they were praying and they were casting lots. It was basically what they were sensing in their spirit. So you have to pay attention to your the spirit of God inside of you. You have to be calm, actually, and paying attention to God's spirit. Don't seek to hear voices. Just be calm and get to know him. Seek to know him more. Seek to build a relationship with him in studying the word. And you will just see these things will just come naturally. Listen, if you grew up with your parents, you even if they blindfolded you, if your dad spoke, you'd recognize your dad's voice anywhere. Even if you're blindfolded. Why? Because you become so used to his voice, you know when he speaks. It gets to a point that when you're somewhere, and even if your dad or your mom isn't there, you know what to do. You know what they want you to do. You just you just be there naturally know, this is what my dad would have wanted me to do. Why? Because of your time that you spent with him. A lot of believers want to hear from God, but they spend no time with him. You want, the only time you come back to hear from God is maybe when you're looking for a life partner, when you're trying to start a major business. And we forget that God is as interested in every area of our lives. So we only come to him when we're about to make major decisions. And because we've never really spent time to know him, spent time with him, it just gets blown off. We, do, we can't hear, so it's hard for us. So when somebody else says, did you hear from God? You don't even know how his voice looks like in, in courts. You don't know how it feels to hear from him because you've never really spent time with him. And yet he wants to spend time with you because his spirit is inside. 
So the first thing you need to do as a believer is seek to know him, seek to build relationship with him, and it will come naturally to you. In your thoughts, it will just come to you. In your thoughts, it will just come out like that. And you just know what to do. You won't need anybody to teach you. You won't need anybody to say this. You just, as the more you spend your time, the more you get used to him, you just know that I feel this is God leading me. Because most of the times when he's leading, he comes with peace, a supernatural peace on the inside. You, because most of if it's just true scriptures, when God is speaking, he tells them, fear not, fear not, fear not. There's this calmness he comes because he has you covered. So he comes with some supernatural peace inside of you. Oftentimes, one of the, uh, the red red flags when you, that God is not the one leading you is when you are so worried and anxious about it. Extremely worried and anxious about it. Now, scripture advises against anxiety. God will not cause you anxiety. He will not cause you confusion. So when you're extremely worried and anxious about something, then it's a red flag that that's not God leading you. You're so, so anxious, so worried. Because Bible says, don't be worried about anything. Jesus even says, don't be worried about anything. Worry does not do, it, it makes life worse even for you. But in thanksgiving, relax. Make your request known unto God. So he speaks through his word. It speaks to us through thoughts. Don't seek to hear voices. Seek to be a relationship with him. And you won't need anybody to teach you. I mean, if you're expecting me to come and tell you this is how God's voice sounds, <laughs> you're a joker. I'm going to tell you, whenever he wants to speak, he does. You see, don't be dramatic. He's your father as much as he's my father. So the same way he wants a relationship with me, there are no, there are no favorites when it comes to God. That's the truth. The only favorite is Jesus Christ. Yes, there are no favorites. God is a respecter of nobody. God does not have favorites. Where somebody says, oh, God loves me more than you. There's nothing like that. He loves all, all, us. I mean, he loves us all in Christ Jesus. I mean, that's the English. He loves us all in Christ Jesus. Yeah, he does. Loves everyone in Christ Jesus. Jesus is that super So there is no favorites. There is no partiality when it comes to him. He's no respecter of presence. So the same way he wants a relationship with me, he wants it with you. So the same way he speaks to me, speaks to you. There's something special. So get his word, get to get acquainted with his word, seek to build relationship with him. And as you do that, you just start learning. And honestly, there are things you learn by time. You don't just wake up overnight now. You learn over time, over time, over time, you start realizing this is how God leads me. Oh, this is God speaking to me. When I pray, I felt this peace over me. Or when I pray, I, I felt the scriptures. He could speak to you through an already written story in the Bible and he's trying to lead you into something, trying to confirm it. Get through scriptures. One thing you just must know is God will never lead you into something that betrays scriptures or that betrays Christ. He would never do that. He would never lead you into sin. He wouldn't do that. Never. So there's nothing about, oh, God told me to go and commit this sin. He wouldn't do that. Because that betrays his nature and his person. So seek to know him. I think that's, that's the major part. If you do that, you won't be pressured 
when people say, as a matter of fact, when people tell you that they hear from God, I think for me as I grow, one thing that I've learned never to do is God told me. I don't do that anymore. Nah. God told me that I just say, I, I sense it in my spirit or I feel this is what we should do. I don't know. I picked it. Yeah, that's what I do now. I don't, I don't say uh, God told me because oftentimes we say God told me and then two months after we're saying something different entirely from what God said. So, what do you do when you haven't heard from, heard from God? No, you have been hearing from God. He has spoken to you in Christ Jesus. You have been hearing from God. You just haven't been paying attention. He has been speaking to you every day. You haven't been paying attention. So maybe today is that day where you have to retrace your steps, get back to knowing Him, get back to seeking a relationship with Him, get back to reading His Word, and you would realize that He has been speaking to you. I think after trying to learn up here from Brother, one of these episodes we're going to talk about is obedience and what it actually does for us, obedience. But He has been speaking to you. You just have to get closer. I think sometimes many of us just want to uh how would i say we, we know that this is what god is saying but it's not sitting well with us so we fight it yeah i don't want to do this nah this is not sitting cool with me the earlier you obey the better for you <laughs> so yeah he speaks to us through his word scriptures through his holy spirit that is already inside of us seek to build a relationship with him and you wouldn't need to ask this question anymore so i hope this has blessed you and if it has please drop a comment like it or yeah drop a comment or share with your friend or something i'm, I'm, I'm hoping this has blessed you so much because it gives bless me even as i'm talking i'm blessed by it myself so yeah um on the next episodes that are coming i have some guests that become like i'll be discussing some very interesting topics so watch out for the next episodes that will be coming up Thank you so much. God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful day today. Bye.